0: morning, everybody. I wanted to uh, invite you back to another episode of the RobNet Real Estate Rundown. With me today is Paul Fleming. And Paul is a member of the Boise Metro Chamber of Commerce and is uh, in their marketing department. And I just wanted to have Paul on our show because as everybody knows right now, everybody seems to be reaching out into their community because of what's going on with this uh, coronavirus. And I think it's awesome. And I had the pleasure of getting together with Paul before this all started, before the madness happened and and people began to uh, do this self-distancing. And what really impressed me was as all this was unfolding, Paul's call is to community action. Paul's call is to being a part of a city as a business leader, as a, an employer, as a, a person that can help guide the city. And I just really saw that that plays into exactly what everybody is doing right now with their looking out for the elderly with uh, being responsible for your neighbor uh, all of the things that we're seeing happen because of this this uh, coronavirus and I really want to thank you Paul for coming onto the show. I wanted to take a minute and hear who is Paul Fleming So tell us about yourself. Hi Shannon. Uh, thanks for the time. this
1: is uh, an Opportunity for me to learn some new technology as well as uh, connect with you and others through this uh, new technology. Um, so thanks for um, helping me find the courage to um, learn some new stuff. Well we're glad old to dog, have- old dog new tricks here. <laughs> um, yeah, so hey, I'm Paul um, Fleming. I'm from Washington originally. I moved to Idaho in, in the early 90s to run on the track and cross-country programs at Boise State University. I spent about 15 years with Albertsons, five years with the beverage company, and I sold beer and wine and groceries for about 20 years. Uh, I worked at the 16th and State Albertsons store, and um, I sold beer and wine really for the milk.
0: That, for those of you that don't know, that was the very original site that Joe Albertsons ever built was at 16th and State. So, yep. did so you I was a can stacker? Did, a did can you stacker extraordinary? Building? did you work in that old building or did you work in the new one when they replaced it?
1: Well, I started in 94. So it was the new, it was the okay. new building that moved back up okay. the block.
0: Sure. Sure. Wow. That's, great. that's great.
1: I never did get to, but his wife came in, uh, Catherine came in and I'll never forget the time she put her hand on my shoulder when I was down stocking Campbell soup at the bottom shelf. And she's like, keep up the good work kid. And, And I had no idea who she was. I went up and asked Melanie Medford, the uh, supervisor at the time at the front end. And and I go, who was that lady? She's like, that was Catherine Albertson. So (laughs) that's
0: the type of people
1: that I grew up with in the industry was, was those folks that that made a huge impact on this community.
0: Right. No, and they were, they were some cornerstones. They still Um, are. So kind of going on. uh, um,
1: Absolutely. And they still support this community they're, they've got the 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 old band is back yeah. um i hear they're uh, uh trying to go public um and um that's where i shop that's where i uh i still bleed blue right yeah, exactly. um, the 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 time spent in the grocery business and the food and beverage industry um helped me learn about people helped me meet new people So it was a good transition into my current occupation here, which I'm starting my seventh year with the chamber. Um, You know, before I started with the chamber, I didn't really have an idea about the vaccine. And as time goes on, and and that's what it is, it takes time to build relationships in a community. I've learned why chambers are important across the globe. Chambers convene and gather People and thought leaders to enhance the communities that they're in, and and I'm an affirm believer that that's what it takes as a community, in in Boise for that matter. The community was enhanced back with business owners back in the late '80s, right? Right. It was it was uh, Penny. It was folks like the Morrison knutson's the the Boise Cascades, the Albertsons. Those are the organizations, the Simplots. Right? Yes, it, it's and I'm missing a few or many.
0: Well, of course, but but you are very correct that that when those community leaders came together and and they really entrenched in us. I mean, we've always had an exceptional college for our size. We've had the performing arts thanks to the Morrison Center and the Knut, uh, the Morrison Knutson Foundation that put that together. We've had those things. Micron Technologies was uh, created by. Uh, a couple of groups, Simplot being part of that group, but also Donkeys, who founded that really incubator company that then has gone on to become a global brand as well. And all of that came from leaders in the community that were more concerned about the community uh, or as concerned, shall we say, about the community as they were about uh, about jobs and technology and bringing, bringing new industry forward. Yeah, absolutely. And and as I learned about the
1: Chamber and its values, um, it's, it's, it's really resonated with me. Here's the three organizations now under one umbrella. So we've got the, the Chamber, it's business advocacy, it's leadership programs, it's networking opportunities, it's elevated events and connections. And then we have the Convention and Visitors Bureau that are recruiting conferences and conventions to come to our area to fill up the hotels. And I know it's hard to talk about right now since all those hoteliers and, and the folks in that industry are just – it is
0: an awful time for them. Um, however, and- however, though, Paul, you know, I think it's a great time to highlight where would they have been had there not been the 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 chambers that were working on their behalf this whole time. I mean, when you really look at it, we are – we are on a hi- hiatus, I guess I would call it, because we've got a, a, a never-before-in-history-seen event, uh, and, and whether you agree with it or disagree, that's not what we're going to talk about, but we've got a never-before-seen-in-history event, and yet when this passes, all of the work of the chambers will all still be there again, and while those businesses struggle currently, the, the business is built on both sides. And that resilience will come back, but it wouldn't even probably be there to the degree that it is without your branch of the chamber being involved.
1: Absolutely. And for those out there that are listening as well, the chamber can help. Uh, If you have got uh, folks in the hospitality industry that that are laid off and are looking for work, there's another opportunity for the chamber to help you connect with different businesses that are hiring. We've got our Costco's, we've got our Albertson's, we've got our Winco's that are hiring. We've got our cleaning companies out there that are looking for additional right now. So that's just one little thing that we can help with on the labor and workforce. Um, And then continuing on with another pillar of the chamber is the economic development partnership called BVEP. And it's Boise Valley Economic Partnership. And what they're doing is is putting together um, data about demographics, about workforce, about areas of investment, right? Um, They're recruiting companies and offering companies outside our area and companies inside our area a chance to grow. There was a tax reimbursement incentive passed through legislation back in the summer of
0: 2014
1: that offered some some incentives for businesses that are looking to come in here or expanding here. And that has been a game changer um, so, for so, the area and the state for that matter.
0: Right. So basically you guys are trying to do what the advertising company did for Juan Valdez and uh, Mexico's avocados, right? <laughs> That's right. You guys well, are Trying to pre- create that picture that attracts businesses that lets them know about the incentives or the, the tax benefits of, of working and being a part of a, a business here in Idaho. Also about, uh, you know, you're basically uh, courting those businesses to bring them in way before developers and and multifamily people see them, way before the industrial people are trying to secure a lease with them. They're not always here just because of the availability of space. They're here because they see the tax benefits and they see the other things and the marketing that you guys have put into attracting them.
1: Absolutely. And just to echo that marketing piece, right? We're, we're kind of just happy to be known as Idaho instead of mistaken for Iowa, you know? Um, so it's, <laughs> <Exactly>. it's important, <laughs> you know, the, the convention of visitors Bureau does a great job of highlighting the amenities and the benefits of, of working and living here. And, you know, we're so close to recreation. We've got a great greenbelt system. Our city's amazing. Um, the, the businesses that are here, um, are community-minded, and yeah. everybody, you know, the, the truth is about Boise is that folks are nice, and you can see that now um, with just wherever you live, your neighbors, the, the businesses that you visit, um, the, the amenities are shouted out from the Convention and Visitors Bureau, as well as the work that VVEP does to attract companies and offer them demographic information about population growth, um they do all the hard work for you and right. i would encourage people to to check out their website and and bvep bvep.org and go through their menu um come to a stakeholder event learn what they're doing
0: yeah well and you know paul that was uh, unfortunately i'm going to admit to my listeners here a little bit of my ignorance uh to what that really was because i i knew that there was uh there was committees out there that were trying to attract jobs but I didn't really understand to the extent that you guys uh really marketed to business leaders to thought leaders about what we have to offer the the Micron uh donation to the college and the and the school of that we've got there the the college that we have the the workforce that we have the education levels that we have all of those things that I'm not out there advertising as a developer or as a multifamily syndicator, I'm able to focus on what I do, but I can be a part of that process with you, and through that, I can I can be involved with making my community better, which ultimately strengthens my job position uh, in in the marketplace because I'm able to come together and talk about things that affect multifamily or things that affect industrial space. Uh, well before you guys are advertising for it
1: absolutely you know as as i learn more and more about the organizations especially ours the chamber the cbb and bbap this apparent to me um so you talked about workforce um, Heartland RV, for example, uh, out in Nampa um, an our a recreational vehicle manufacturer had over, uh, you know, 400 applicants for its 50 positions in the wow. first round. Right. So we have the workforce. And, and I think that the companies looking at um, coming to Idaho or or existing companies in the higher we have talent. We have good people. Um, we just want to help um, them workforce, and yeah. and that's something that BBAP does on a, on a weekly basis. Um, the Convention of Visitors Bureau, kind of going back um, to what they've they've uh, been marketing and advertising for. Um, I guess even four years ago, we couldn't take a convention. Of over a thousand people at our at the Boise Center. We right. couldn't house it. Right. right. And so uh, through the work with the Chamber, the Commission of Visitors Bureau, the Greater Boise Auditorium District, those folks on the Urban Renewal District, um, and the city um, made some great efforts to enhance and create these new places uh, to put people, to feed people. Um, the whole expansion of the of the Grove Plaza and the Boise Center, the expansion of the computer science department for Boise State University, went into the Clearwater Analytics building. And that was a a big gardener development project um, back in the, uh, I think it was 2015. Um, What an amazing um, project. I call that the smart growth uh, of our community, where it's not only enhancing the convention center, but the community as a whole. Well, really, then, put us on the map.
0: Yeah, you know, and then you take then you take an event like this one, where the coronavirus really showed us. I, I saw something funny the other day that said we needed a virus to show us which meetings could have been an email, right? But even this technology with with Zoom and with Skype and and uh, the the whole podcasting thing that's coming about, you know, we're really seeing where we can uh, decentralize. Uh, And still create awesome job growth. And so now you take I look at it from the point of view that the economic development that we've had the conventions that we've had, all these people came and saw what a great place Idaho is during their last convention during the last time that they were in town learning about this or, or or joining us for this. And now when when the opportunity comes for them to relocate because their job becomes more and more mobile in the global economy that we have, they know where they want to move back to. They know where they want to join, where they want to, where they want to settle their families, where they, want to, where they want to raise people. And so while we don't really think of the chamber as a development tool, it really is crucial because it's, it's, it's our first line of advertising as developers. And I would, I would reach out to the listeners and say, if you're not involved with a chamber or you don't have a strong chamber where you're at, be careful. Be aware that that a strong chamber promoting strong growth in your town, in your city, is going to bring jobs, is going to bring employers, is going to bring travel and entertainment. And those people are going to want to come back to your place of business, to your place of where you live. But without a good strong chamber, you're not going to get any new people coming to town to check you out.
1: Right. Right. I agree. You know, and and the chambers... Mission is to enhance this community, its economic development, its way of life. Um, We do that by gathering thought leaders to make good decisions and help us um, enhance our education and workforce development. Um, We have um, a great nonprofit sector here in the state of Idaho. We really do. um, That that we connect Um, our our um, transportation uh, folks gather and convene and discuss um on better ways of um getting people moved around here um those are that's the type of different industries that we connect um right.
0: and communicate with um well and when you have when you have you know there's always the public we always hear the the public private partnership you know absolutely there's there's the public where you know, we've got our elected officials, we've got, you know, the, the cities, the, the counties, uh, and they're, they're involving, you know, community growth plans, they're, they're doing comp plans, they're, they're trying to make the best of everything, develop the roadways where they feel that it that should be. But beyond that, you have to get the, the public involved, you have to get the private sector involved, you have to get the developers involved, so that everybody is trying to grow the same direction you know one of the things that we're seeing that that people are struggling with now after coming out of the recession is just enough funds to develop the city appropriately to where the growth is going to where you've got you know roadways that need to be built but instead of going way far out of town and taking all of the funds to take the roads to them if you're developing in a in a a growth pattern where you're working with the cities you're working with the counties you're working with that you're creating more of an infill type of a project where you're bringing it to where the services and goods already are absolutely and that's going to come through a strong chamber that's going to make those those opportunities available not necessarily make the opportunity available but highlight that opportunity and bring those opportunities together with people that can partner that can bring those opportunities to life And so I really see that, uh, Paul, the work that you guys are doing at the chamber, for the first time, honestly, I see how vital that is to me. And as I I move forward and I look out into other cities and other towns that we're going to do developments in, one of the first things I'm going to do is I'm going to tap the chamber because I'm going to be able to, you know, I've been in Idaho here for 40 years. I know this town very well. But if I were to go to, you know, um, let's say I, I wanted to go to Umatilla or I wanted to go to Portland or I wanted to go somewhere, I could tap the chamber and I could find out what their growth plan is. I could find out what they envision and I could learn the lay of the town and, and figure out where the, where they want the growth. And maybe I'm trying to bring a sector in that they don't want or that they have plenty of. This would be a great way for professionals and developers and 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 people in the multifamily and industrial space, especially, to see what the town is looking for, because those are the quickest ways to add jobs, is the industrial that works into the you know the the office uh, that brings the growth. And if at the time that you're bringing the growth, the chamber has the horsepower. To back up the rest of it, because you still got a goods and services. You got to feed the people. You got to make sure they got restaurants to go to. You know, and if all of that is in sync, then you're bringing you're bringing growth into an area, uh, into a town that can handle what you're bringing to them.
1: Well, and you're connected quickly to the folks that are the people you need to connect with.
0: Right, the movers that, and the shakers. Yeah, it's the
1: bottom line. It's the yeah. elevated connections. It's the relationship building opportunities. And when they, when you are ready to go and if they're ready to, they know who you are
0: when they need you. Right. And vice versa. Correct. And vice versa. Yeah. And Correct. so that's, that's something that I didn't, uh, that, you know, cause I've always done my own thing and I've kind of just stayed, you know, where I do my thing. And because I've known this town, uh, I've been able to navigate on my own without needing help. But as, as the projects that I'm working on get bigger as the town gets bigger You know, we, we, my main focus the last couple of years has been in Meridian and that town has grown from 70,000 to 120,000 people in a course of five years and it's busting at the seams. And instead of trying to put a development where it's more taxing to the city, I can put it where it's more favorable by being a part of the chamber and figuring out where that's at. Well, here's
1: an example, Shannon, as well. Let's say, you know, your comment on being here for 40 years. So there's a caterer in town that's been here for 30 years. And they are well known, but with all the growth and the new people coming to town, now is a better time to gain that additional exposure like to tell your story again to the newcomers, because they don't know that you've been here 30 years. Right. So th- that's just
0: one example of why it's
1: important to stay involved.
0: Yeah, no. And that makes a lot of sense. You know, the other thing too, that, um, that I also, uh, see with with being involved with the chamber is it gives you an opportunity to get that story out in a relevant way because you're involved in the community so i'm not trying to tell my story of the of the industrial space that i have for rent uh to a the board of grocers or to you know somebody else i'm i'm there telling my story to the community leaders that are saying hey this is this is who's coming into town These are the guys that are looking for that kind of space, and you're really plugging yourself in. While realtors are a great necessity and they provide a great service, a lot of times you can just get the groundswell coming in the door before it's even really known by being a part of a chamber.
1: Absolutely, picking a a committee or an advisory board or a council that you're passionate about and getting plugged in, you'll often find yourselves um, meeting new people that you didn't know you would uh, engage with. I went to a human resources conference uh, a few weeks ago and, you know, I was the only guy in the room and, and, and it really made an impact on me. I got to sharpen my saw on an industry and a, and a profession that I, I don't really spend any time in. And I also got to meet new people
0: right. as well. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's become very, very, very evident in the last couple of weeks the human side of the human resources right i mean as we've seen what's happened with the grocery stores and we've seen you know the the great toilet paper debacle of 2020 you know but (laughs) but then you forget the human behind the truck drivers you know in the in the cab of the truck you forget you know uh the 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 people stocking the shelves at the grocery store you forget you know that human element um and and that's part of the community you know absolutely And, and really bringing that together and being able to connect on all those levels, I think, is something that, that I, I, I'm going to say again. I truly overlooked, and, I, and I'm regretful that I did, because I see where my community could have used my help, and I could have gotten help from my community years ago. And that's where the passion comes in it for me. And that's why I'm at,
1: that's why I'm with the chamber world now. Um, working in the grocery industry, right? You see all the thousands and thousands of people coming in. You see the vendors coming in and delivering. You treat those folks the, the same way you treat um, the entire demographic of people coming into that store. I also coach little league baseball, mm-hmm. right? I feel that it's so important to give these kids an opportunity to fail early and fail often so that they can react to failure in a positive way. Right. And, and 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 I feel that if if citizens can drive down to their their youngest, the next leaders, and give them opportunities to learn, succeed, fail, I, I think it's gonna make a big difference when they get older um, on how to deal with with things that don't go their way all the time. <laughs> um, well
0: and Paul, you know, you, you have an interesting story with your with your uh your interaction with miss albertson mrs albertson i don't know anybody else that gave you a better example of going from the top down and reaching out to the community and saying sir young man you're doing a noble service and we need people like you in our community because without you there's not all the success that came before or after and so Paul, I I really appreciate you taking the time to show me and my listeners more what the Chamber can do for them. So often we look at it and go, well, we don't want to be a member of the Chamber because of the time commitment it's going to take from us. But I really appreciate you taking the time to enlighten me and, and hopefully others as to what the Chamber really offers to us as developers and as multifamily industrial landlords. And so, Paul, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, close this out. Thank you for your time. I'm going to get your email address. Tell us, tell us how people can get a hold of you, and, and we'll, we'll get that posted.
1: Absolutely. You know, um, all of our events are postponed currently for an undetermined amount of time, as with everything else. Right. But, uh, but when we get ramped back up, we, we're going to have some great programs, um, and we'll continue the great connected or the connections that uh, you have known in the past. Um, To get a hold of me, it's really easy. It's P. Fleming. Uh, P is the first letter in my first name, Paul Fleming, F-L-E-M-I-N-G, just one M, at boisechamber.org. Feel free to give me a call on my personal cell, 208 695 Fifty-five, forty,
0: 40 and the um, great news boys and girls you can zoom in on the picture and you can see Paul Fleming's name tag so if you didn't hear him spell it what a great chamber member he's advertising every all, all, all through this segment you can see his name so Paul I really want to thank you for joining us on the show and, and enlightening us as to what we can do for our community I want to close out this Friday segment by telling everybody thank you for listening I really want you guys to go out spend the weekend with the with the news off and your head where it should be with your families, with your friends, and spend time focusing on your community so that we can all come back together Monday morning with more solutions, rested, and ready to go. Thanks again, support, Paul. Support your local businesses. Absolutely. Go dine out,
1: take out, uh, tip as you would normally. Um, yes, Shannon, great closing remarks. Really all right, we'll it. talk to you soon, Paul.